Blog Talk Radio. We're going to sing about the faithfulness of God. Are you ready to sing with us? We're going to sing about His faithfulness. It's such a faithful God. Yeah. 
the living God. Why? Why we love our Father? Because he gave us his son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. 
Only you can come to Jesus for salvation and life. The only way you go home when Jesus is coming is to believe and trust in him. Believe in him and who he is and all that he's done by his shed blood. He makes you who you are. That you are a righteousness of God and not sinners, wicked anymore. Sees you as righteous. He sees you as not guilty. He sees you as innocent because that's who Jesus makes you. And that's who he's coming for. He has. He would want not, not one person perish. Not one of his created children perish. But all come to repentance. And I would say do it very soon, very quickly, because a lot is opening up. A lot is being revealed that the Lord, uh, we are, uh, 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 it's, um, I am, let's see, faithful God. Yeah, faithful God. That's, and we get it right here. Hallelujah. Faithful God is uh, who, who it is. Praise God. Yeah, faithful God. Well, glory to God, yes. Uh, the Lord is revealing very much. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, those videos I shared with you, uh, the last one, uh, Brother Tim Henderson, what God showed him, it's only about six or seven minutes, but it's very exciting. Uh, very exciting. He shows what the Lord showed him is like uh, a great shaking is coming, but fear not, the Lord is with us. And in the great shaking, it'll be like we as the church, the body of Christ, are riding on a wave. And it's God's wave of from glory to glory. We're riding on the glory as, on, as the glory is coming. And we're riding a wave and that we just ride off uh, the final glory. We'll be riding off with Jesus. Off in, I mean, the wave into the presence of the Lord. Many things else, everything else is showing exactly what God has revealed and that it's gone, it's, the things are going to happen and it looks like it could be very well here within this next month or weeks, anything, as the prophetic word has revealed that World War III will start. Some, I mean, far as I know, based on what he was revealed, November 11th. And as you look, read, I mean, as you see the, uh, um, the video, it explains that this is about the same time when the judgment started when Noah was in the ark about the same time when you break it all down it's absolutely amazing what god is doing absolute how much he loves that he's revealing and uh it's exciting this brother elvie shared this with all the people who minister here at the lord's hour in the email and i thank my brother elvie for that exciting this guy you've seen the name of his uh, uh his his um channel and uh, it looks good. And he says, uh, the, you know, toward the end, before he starts sharing the other videos of this man that uh, God showed him all that's going on in Ukraine and, and Russia and the United States and all that's going to happen. He says, the only way out is Jesus Christ. Is believing in Jesus Christ and his shed blood. There you go. Only way. There's no other way. You don't want to be left behind. There's nothing like what's coming like nobody's ever seen before. And uh, you don't want to be part of that. 
You want to ride the wave and go right into, into glory with Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Another wonderful day. Another wonderful week. There is a lot of trials. There is a lot of tests that seem like they're coming and huh, the attacks of the enemy. They seem like they're ramping up. They're getting more prevalent. They're getting more revealing of, you, uh, of the spiritual realm around your families, around your health, around uh, uh, you yourself. Have to pray. Have to stand up in the name of Jesus and uh, understand uh, that our power and authority is in Christ. They understand the power and authority of the name of Jesus. And that you reveal to them as they come and bring stuff, say it's under the blood. All, all our wrongs, all our sin is under the blood. God has it covered. His his love is greater. Just understand when you come and confront these things, you say in the name of Jesus, it's under the blood. I am a son or daughter of the most high God. Leave me alone. Leave my family alone. Leave my children alone in Jesus' name. And by the power and authority of the Lord Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, they have to go. They have no place in the families and life of the children of God because we're his children. He's going to watch over. He's going to protect us. He's going to be with us. His angels encamped around us. Yes. It's real, brothers and sisters, what, what some of these things are going on. It really is. And be alert and be on guard. But it's exciting because we're going, we're leaving out of here very soon. Second Corinthians 3.18, and we all with unveiled face. Amen. No, we was never supposed to veil our faces. No, we're supposed to show the glory of God, the light that God has given us. That's what he showed me. This is the scripture he gave me. Continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Amen. Through the Holy Spirit, the very life, the presence, character, nature, glory of the Lord comes through him. Amen. Praise God. That's exciting. So anyway, it's been good. We had opportunities. The uh, our um, event went real well. It was tremendous. We had we got uh, the, the the ones that served. They put us in the newspaper here. It's opened the door for more exposure for the church. But all glory to Jesus, and that's what we want the people to know. We want to see that they can see the joy of the Lord that we was there to be servant and to minister, and that's the most important thing about everything we're doing even as we're selling tacos and all, it's to pray for people. And a shout out to Brother Chris uh, that he comes, and when he picks up food, he prays for us. It's amazing what God is doing, how he's raising up people that are alert, the ones that are watching, the ones that are in tune. All that he's revealing is amazing. It's exciting. This has been more one of the most, you know, it is just sense it, sense it even more. I know there's been times that we thought the Lord come and he didn't come. Well, you know, really, we shouldn't get down with that either. Because each day when he don't come, that gives people more time to come to Jesus. More time to come to Jesus. More time to serve and honor him. More time to share the gospel in the light of God. 
But that day is coming where that will be over. And we sense it by all that's lining up and everything that's happening, pointing to the time he's getting ready to deal with Israel. Well, before then, he's going to take his church and his bride, all who believe and trust Jesus, out of here. And then he will deal with all the unbelievers, Jew or Gentile. But first, he's going to take all believers, don't matter about Jew or Gentile, we're all in Jesus, home. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 5.19, that is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting. Aren't you glad? God doesn't count our sins like people. Oh, you need to keep up your Oh, you got to get every one of them like you're going to be able to do that. You know, how silly some of these people are, but they're caught up in their flesh. They're caught up in their foolish knowledge. Another one today is, uh, um, think 2 Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians 10.4, uh, the, the barriers, the barriers that stand, try to stand up to the knowledge of God Arguments, vain ideas, things of men, things of doctrines of demons, and all that, trying to stand up against the knowledge of Almighty God? I don't think so. No. So and he's reconciling himself to not counting people's sins against them, but what's he doing? Counseling them. What happens when you counsel something on the computer? Boop, it's gone. That gives you a picture. That's what the blood of Jesus does. It washes away. What can wash away your sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. He didn't say, don't say wash away your sin. Sin, the character, the nature of it. The sins are the dirty, rotten fruit of the nature. But Christ takes care of all of it. He doesn't miss anything. God does it completely and right. And he has committed to us a message of reconciliation that is restoration to the favor of, with God. That's what you want. You don't want the curse of God. No, 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 no. You don't want the curse of sin. The curse of sin, what it brings, yes, it brings death. It brings the curse. You don't want that. You want to be right with God. You want to be uh, not coming, be able to come in his presence, not really know his love. No, you don't want to be that place. You don't want to be in outer dark. You don't want to be in a place called hell, the lake of fire. No. There's no coming out of it. There's no exit. You got to get it right now. Greatest decision anyone out there, the greatest decision in your life over family, over marriage, over whatever, is Jesus Christ. What do you do with him personally? Do you believe and trust him? Or do you reject and not believe in him? That's it. Only two choices, only two ways. I pray you choose the one that leads to life. Because the other leads to something called the second death. And there's no coming back from that. Hallelujah. So, praise God. There's so much good things happening. Exciting the word of God. He has brought the message of reconciliation as Sister shares. That's what the Lord wants you to know. You can be reconciled to God. And when you're reconciled to God, you are found innocent, holy, perfect, 
not guilty, righteous, justified, redeemed, ransom paid. Hallelujah. When you hear that, don't you want that? Instead of judgment, guilty, darkness, fire, brimstone, hell. No. Which one? I mean, which one would you choose out of that? I mean, if you had any kind of godly sense at all, I would believe you would choose God's one because he's your creator. He knows what's best for you, not us, not man, not the kind of crazy things they're doing, all confused and deceived by the enemy, trying to make a things like a perfect world from their lost sinful ways. They're lying. They're lying to people. They're lying. That's their nature. But you, you were created by God. Act like your father. Act like the Savior. Can't do it in your own strength. Can't do it in your own way. Can't do it by works, tradition, whatever. It'll never, never be complete. Only Jesus makes you complete. Faith alone in him and born again by the Spirit. The Lord has made that very clear. You know, the other thing that uh, uh, this brother was sharing that, you know, we all, everybody keeps talking about how it was in the days of Noah. The other thing is, is the hardhead. The ones mocking and scoffing and hardheads when you talk to them, they don't want to listen. It's their way. And he said, it's going to be in a place just like them. And Moses, I mean, when Noah was in the ark and they sitting there and they were still mocking and, you know, drinking and partying and, and cussing and whatever else it was, and boom! The floods came. Same thing. Sudden destruction will come. Well, glory to God. Let's get started tonight. Hallelujah. So much to be thankful for. Father, we thank you. Praise you this night. Lord, we come humbly before you and know how much we need you each and every day. We're very grateful for the Holy Spirit within our life. Father, we thank you for the truth of your word and what you're going to be sharing with us, preparing for your glorious coming. As you show us the example from your first coming. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. It's so exciting how uh, totally different of other messages you have brought through me. Lord, this one is amazing, and we're very grateful. We pray we'll be led by the Holy Spirit. You pray, watch over and protect us tonight uh, by the power of your shed blood and the authority of your name, Lord. The enemy has no place here. We pray for watch over the computers and technology, the phones. We pray that others would be drawn in, Father. If it's, it's here in the chat room or by phone, live here, Lord, or in the archives, if you permit the time. I pray that others would understand it's time to come to Jesus and be reconciled. Urgent and desperate times, because the time could be over any time. Lord, we just thank you and praise you for this night. We thank you, Lord. Let us focus on you. And we honor and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. First song tonight is based on this scripture. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians 13, 12 through 13. For now, in this time of imperfection, we see in the mirror dimly a blurred reflection, a a riddle, an enigma. I can tell you now, brothers and sisters, that mirror is getting clear. I mean, the Lord has put on Holy Ghost, uh, Windex, or whatever you want to say, 
and he's clearing, clearing the mirror clearly so we can see more. But then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality. What's reality? Jesus Christ, our glorious Savior, high and lifted up, face to face. Now, I know in part, just in fragments. But then I will know fully, just as I have been fully known by God. Isn't that amazing? Fully known by God. And now, there remains, what is faith? Abiding trust in God and his promises. See, that's why I love the Amplified. It gives you the definition of very important words. Hope. What is hope? Confident expectation of eternal salvation. Amen. Glory to God. The resurrection rapture day, the final day of redemption, the fulfillment of our redemption. And love. What's love? Unselfish love for others. Growing out of God's love for me or us. These three, the choices, graces, the grace that God gives. But the greater of these is love. Amen. Now, I want to share with you, as I was putting this message together, that God gave me a message to the titles of the songs and the message together in saying something to it. I was, I, I prayed about it. The Lord showed me. I was amazed when I was just reading off, you know, getting ready for the service. And the Lord told me to share it with my church. And I did with my pastor, leaders, and the church. This is what it says. This is very awesome. Amen. A love that remains, Lamb of God. Awake. Are you ready? Oh, excuse me. I left out. Let me do it again. A love that remains, Lamb of God, prepare and get ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus. Awake. Are you ready? Abide in Jesus' name. Amen. Isn't that amazing? This is the title. This is the title is a message from the Lord. Isn't that amazing? A love that remains. We start off. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. It's amazing what God does. Hallelujah. And more and more. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. All right. Thank you. Oh, don't do that. Thank you, man. Too far away. All on I stray. All on I stray. All I found is love that remains. Love that remains. Amen. All I could see was a mess that I made. You were not faith. No, you were not faith. All I found is a love that remains. A love that remains. I was in need. You 
come running. That's what he does. You always come running after me. You always come running. Hallelujah. You always come running after me. You always come running. You always come running after me. You always come running. You always come running after me. You always come running. You always come running after me. You always come running. You always come running after me. You always come running. You always come running after me. You always come running. You always come running after me. When I was in need, you thought after me. Thought I was too far gone. You stood there with love You paid off my debt, gave me your rest, washed off my weary feet. Prepared a feast, gave me a seat, brought out the best for me. You paid off my debt, praise God, gave me rest, washed off my weary feet. Prepared a feast, gave me a seat, brought out the best for me. Amen. That's what he's done. Glory to God. Our glorious Savior. You know, it's a picture when it says he comes running after us, brothers, sisters. What about us as parents? What are we going to do with our children from when they were young and little and toddlers to when they got older and they call us or they call out to us? What are you going to do? Are we going to do nothing or are we going to come running? Are we going to run for our children? Go help them. Don't matter what time of night or whatever it was. <clears throat> you be there for them the best you could. What about your heavenly father? Oh, hallelujah. When you take that turn, that repentance, oh, hallelujah, you turn from the world. You turn from a sinful life. You turn from the ways of the devil and the world and religion and everything. And he, he, We'll see and run running for you. Comes running for you. Only time you see your God run is when he comes running for us. Isn't that exciting? That's the kind of love our God has for us. So why should we be surprised? As as the world falls apart, goes to hell in the handbasket, you know you think our Savior's coming? He's gonna come running after us. Hallelujah. He's coming for us. He's not going to leave us in a, a mess of time of judgment. No. He's, we've already been, 
I mean, he, he took the judgment for us at the cross, and he gave us his love, his mercy and grace. You know, that's what God's always wanted. He really didn't ever want to really bring judgment on his people. But when it got to the place they was getting so terrible and acting like wicked and, and heathen and everything, he had to deal with them. Still loved them. Still would come and forgive them. He even gave them many years of warning before judgment would come. Well, this is the big one. He's given us many years in this world. He's given mankind many years to get right with him. So, yes, you've got a loving father. And I pray everybody out there knows him. Amen, sis. Yes, that's right. First Thessalonians 1.10. Glory to God. That's right. He has not put us any place because Christ took it. <laughs> I mean, Christ took it at the cross. People don't realize who we are as the church. When you understand that we do believe in Christ, we do believe and trust his son. And how is God going to reward us? You name it. Blessed hope. God will supply our needs with glorious riches in Christ. I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'll watch over you. I have my angels encamped around you. I have given you the comforter, the Holy Spirit to be with you, to lead and guide you, to be there, to bring my word to you. Yes, we serve a wonderful, loving Father and Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, well, praise God. We're going to let Sis come. She she has all set up that these will be songs. She's going to be singing songs, God's word. And when she's singing these songs, take heed because... His word does not come back void. In those songs, God means what he says, inspired by the Holy Spirit. Amen, sis. The people need to understand that and quit listening to the foolish knowledge of men that barriers that try to get in the way of the truth of God. Knowledge. It's not a good thing. Stronghold. Things of the enemy trying to block the knowledge of God, reading the devotion day, demolish them in Jesus' name. Demolish them. Tear them down in Jesus' name. We have to in our life. Don't let no barriers go up between you and God. No, it's time to be clear. It's time to focus on the Savior. Focus on Jesus. Amen. All right, sis. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we come tonight. Hear what you're saying. Glory to God. Mm. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Amen, sis. Praise God. How are you doing tonight, sis? Praise the Lord. Oh, hi there. Hi the Lord. Hold on tight. Hold on tight Amen. to the Lord. That's all yes. you can do. That's right. Yep. Cling to him. You're right about that. Focus on him. Uh, 
Yeah. I was sharing that other video I showed. I don't know if you listened to it or not, but Brother Tim was saying yeah. that the Holy Spirit showed him to focus on Jesus. Don't focus on your church. Amen. Don't focus on your Hold ministry. Focus on Please. Jesus. Please. Amen. Okay, brother. All right, okay. sis. Okay, brother. Amen. Oh, oh, oh. 
This is of my life. 
Lord, we wait. You're coming soon. Yes, Lord. Yes, we wait. We wait for you. God, we wait. You're coming soon. Like the bright waiting for a groom. We'll be at ready for you. We'll be heart longing for our thing. We sing like a bright. Waiting for glow, we'll be at church, we'll be ready for you as we are longing for our King. We sing, He was so good, Lord Jesus. He was so good, Lord Jesus. He was so calm, Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Lord. Amen. No, you're coming, coming. You are coming. Hallelujah. Uh, you remember earlier what you told uh, you shared with me? I uh, just give you some wisdom. You should know it, or maybe uh, your daughter knows it. That when you pray, pray uh, the applied blood of Jesus over okay. the sleep and dreams. Applied oh, okay. blood of Jesus over sleep and dreams because the enemy cannot penetrate the shed blood of Christ. Okay. Okay, brother. Thank it. you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I know, you know, and we, you know, it's an unspoken prayer request, but th- that just came to me that uh, something that uh, you need to share because that made a big difference of any kind of things that me and Brenda dealt with. Yes, okay. I will tell Shannon that. Okay. Okay. Praise God. Thank you, brother. Thank right. you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. I mean, I, that just upsets me when you share. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like the enemy messing with him, <laughs> you know. Nope, nope, nope. He don't have no rights. He don't have no rights. We just got to let him know. That's right. Thank you, Sid, uh sharing those Thank beautiful you, songs and from the, uh, the Word of God songs, and you'll be finishing up with another one, praise God. It's very interesting. Uh, one thing I have desired from you, Lord, and the other one, it was amazing. Who may ascend to the Lord for the heal of the Lord? That's all talking Amen. about going home <laughs> or being yes. in this house. Amen. 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 All right. Praise God. Okay, brother. We'll get with you, we'll get with you at the end of the day. All right. Bless you. Bless you, brother. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. This Jeanette's going to get back into the chat room. Praise God. And I will be sharing a very, very interesting uh, perspective the Lord gave me about the first time he came and the forerunner, who we are, or like 
the forerunner that came before when the Lord came. Huh? Well, look here. We're about the same type thing happening again. So, praise God. This is one's going to be a little bit different. Powerful, though. And the message tonight, appropriate by all that's being revealed and that God is revealing and sharing and preparing us. Prepare. Get ready. Get ready. I'm sure you heard that if you watched The Watchman in that sharing that video about that preacher saying, Get ready. Get ready. For the coming of the Lord Jesus. My message is you prepare and get ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus. Shalom. Rejoice, brothers and sisters. Be thankful for living in such a time as this. Amazing times we're living. Peace be unto you from our soon coming King Jesus. He is the Prince of Peace. He brings peace to us. Know that our Father loves us very much, who sent his Son, Jesus, to live, to die and rise again, so we can be counted worthy to escape all that is coming upon this dark, evil world. That's the only way you are counted worthy. To those who love Jesus, who love the Father, who are filled with the mighty Holy Spirit that was promised to those who love the Lord Jesus, amen? There's a message right there in itself. Glory to God, Lord. Hallelujah. Who will serve him, obey him, honor him, believe in him, seek his will for your life daily? Amen? We live in exciting times, brothers and sisters. We are seeing the word of God being fulfilled daily. All the scoffers and unbelievers tell us this is old ancient history. Old wise fable. I don't think they can say that much anymore about what's going on. As God's word already says it's going to happen. Oh, the scoffers and unbelievers tell us the old, old ancient history and old wise fables. Behold, the word of God is true. The word of God is a lie. The word of God is coming to pass each day. Amen. The words of the ancient prophets spoken are happening. The words of the Lord Jesus are happening. The words of the apostles spoke are happening. Just look around. Look what is going on in the world. Look what is happening in nature. It's all coming to pass. Brothers and sisters, this message is for those who believe, who have faith in Jesus Christ and trust him, only those who hear his voice. Those who are led by the Spirit of God daily. Amen. As any message, amen, amen, sis, praise God. As any message, we share those who out there have not made a decision for Christ. Those that are hearing what is going on, those out there that feel fearful by all what you see happening in this world, listen tonight, because we will be sharing the truth of God's word. And by his own word, Jesus said, you who listen and know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Amen. Amen. Jesus is the only begotten son of the true living God. 
Jesus, the only Savior of the world. Jesus is your only personal Savior. Anyone who calls on his name and believes in your heart that he is your Savior from your flesh, from your flesh in sinful life, Jesus said in the book of John, John 14, 1 through 6, Jesus comforts his disciples and us now. Through who? The comforter. Do not, be, do not let your heart be troubled, afraid, cowardly. Believe confidently in God and trust in him. Have faith. Hold on to it. Rely on it. Keep going. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. Because I'm going there to prepare a place for you. Thank you, Lord. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back again, and I will take you to myself, so that where I am, you may be also. And that and to the place where I am going, you know the way. Here's Thomas. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. So how can we know the way? You know, he's told them already. They, they've seen when he was baptized. But it's very difficult when you're not uh, filled with the Spirit. I believe they have the anointing like in the Old Testament. But you can see clearly. And Jesus, and then, you know, Thomas, he asked the question. If you don't know, ask the question. Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God. God makes it simple, don't he? He makes it very narrow. Let people call you narrow-minded. That's a good thing. And the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. That's the only way. It's through the life and the blood of Christ. It's become Christ-like. Thank you, Lord. Two important points from this portion of Scripture. The first is verse 4, which says, And whether I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Christ is only the true and the, uh, is only the way to true and everlasting life. For he it is whom the Father hath revealed himself. You want to know how God Almighty is? You want to see your Father? Then look to Jesus. When you see Jesus, you see the Father. Amen? Point two from verse six. That way, this says, this saying shows us unto both the nature, the will, and office of Christ. Amen? When you study this great truth and great promise, in the Geneva Bible, they use the word that. So I was wondering why. Listen, brothers and sisters, to the definition of this one word. That, used to indicate a person, idea, as pointed out or present, mentioned before, supposed to be understood 
or by way of emphasis, Jesus is the way. Do you understand what they are saying? You, the created ones of the true living God, that you will, that would be all men, women, and children, you are supposed to understand this. It is emphasis many, many times in God's word. And I'm sure almost everyone in the world has heard John 3.16 would say, for God so loved the world that he gave, he has given his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish. See, you don't want to perish, but you want but everlasting life. Again, there's that but that means God's love. Perish, that's judgment and wrath. But everlasting life is God's love, mercy, and grace that he wants for all of his children. Amen. Thank you, God. So I share, and as others here at the Lord's Hour share, you who are listening know this, that Jesus Christ is pointed here as the Son of God and only Savior and hope for anyone in this world. Know this too. Here is, he is here present among his church and body. He is present in this world by his mighty Holy Spirit too. Amen? This is a this is how powerful the Word of God is. Just one simple word that is empowered by the Holy Spirit, what it truly means. I would encourage you, anyone preaching or teaching, just preach the Word of God in season or out of season. Preach His Word only. Apply to your life daily. Watch the Lord move in your life as you do. One more thing the Lord is teaching me, and know as a mature in Christ, pray the word of God and have faith in his word. As you pray and you ask and speak it, amen, as you speak it, amen. Okay, let's move on to the message that, uh, 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 onto the message that want you to know, I mean, that God wants you to know. Want you to know. Let me see what this says. John 10, 27 to 30. The sheep that are my own hear my voice and listen to me. I know them, and they know they follow me. And I give them eternal life. Thank you, Lord. And they will never, ever be in any means perished. Praise God. That's exciting. And no one will ever snatch them out of my hand. Who's strong enough? Who's big enough? My Father who has given them to me is greater and mightier than all. And no one can able to snatch them out of my Father, out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one, the essence of nature. Amen, sis. That is 
Very good news. Thank you for sharing. So to prepare and get ready for the coming of the Lord, let's look at a man that was there the first time that the Lord Jesus came. Amen? We should learn from the life of John the Baptist. Let's look. Although his name implies that he baptized people, which he did, John's life on earth, more than just baptizing, John's adult life was characterized by pure devotion and utter surrender to Jesus Christ and his kingdom. John's voice was a loud, lone voice in the wilderness, a lone voice in the wilderness, John 1.23. As he proclaimed the coming of the Messiah to a people who desperately needed the Savior. Would you say it's the same type thing that's going on right now? I'd say so in the time we're in. He was a precursor for the modern-day evangelist as he unashamedly shared the good news of Jesus Christ. He was a man filled with faith and a role model to those who would wish to share our faith with others. Most everyone believes, I mean, excuse me, most everyone believer and non-believer alike has heard of John the Baptist. He is arguably one of the most significant and well-known figures in the Bible. While John was known as the Baptist, he was in fact the first prophet called by God since Malachi 400, some 400 years before his own birth. John's own coming was four was foretold over 700 years previously by another prophet. In Isaiah 40, 3 through 5, it states, A voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up and every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places of plain, and the glory of the Lord be revealed, and all mankind together will see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. Hallelujah. This passage illustrates God's master plan in action as God selected John to be his special ambassador to proclaim his own coming, Jesus Christ, the Messiah and Savior, amen. Us too, brothers and sisters, we are called ambassadors for Christ, for the kingdom of God. Second <laughs> Corinthians 5.20. Now, then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you, through us, we pray you in Christ's seed that you be reconciled to God. Amen? Yes, brothers and sisters, we too have the message of reconciliation from God, telling the lost, the one who fell, that we feel trapped, you feel overwhelmed with life, the fearful, the poor, one's in bondage to sin in the flesh, one's in darkness, one's in Satan's prison of no hope, addictions, and death. We share the good news from God, the Father, from the kingdom we represent, that God loves you, 
He wants you to be reconciled to him. Come to him, all you weak and heavy laden. Come to his son, Jesus, Yeshua. Turn from your wicked ways. Turn from your sin. Repent. Give your sinful life to him. And he will put you, he will put it under his blood and wash you clean and set you free and give you eternal life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. Come as you are. Tired and weary and weak and wicked, whatever you are. Jesus will change you because he loves you. Our message is not like other religions. Our message is about life. It's about love, mercy, and grace. Amen? Our message is a message of hope and not about rules and work to steal, kill, and destroy. That is from the enemy of God, the enemy of life, the enemy of truth, the devil. He is the one who comes up with all these other religions and ways to God, except the only true way, who is Jesus Christ. He is the only one who has the words of life because he is the one who can give you eternal life. Amen. That's why he has these words, the words of life. Not the Pope, not Muhammad, not Buddha, not religion, not denominations, not pastors, not leaders. Not even the angel of life, only the Lord Jesus. This is how God said it. That is what you have to believe to be saved. All other ways will lead to destruction, death, and hell. God have mercy. Little is actually known, back to John, little is actually known of John. Although, we do know that John was a Levite, the one of the special tribes set apart by God to take care of of all the work associated with the temple. Numbers 1, 50-53 says, John was the son of Zechariah, a temple priest of the lineage of Abadah, while John's mother Elizabeth was from the lineage of Aaron. Luke 1, 5. John was also related to Jesus as their mothers were cousins. Luke 1, 36. John lived a rugged life in the mountainous area of Judea, between the city of Jerusalem and the Dead Sea. It is written that he wore clothes made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. His diet was a simple one, locusts and wild honey. Matthew 3, 4. John lived his simple life as he focused on the kingdom work and set before him. John's ministry, we too, excuse me, we we too can learn from John to live a simple life. God does not want his children caught up in the world, not to be distracted by this world and not to be overburdened by everyday life. Life, I mean, live a simple life, brothers and sisters, focused on Jesus, because In such a time as this, the only thing that really matters is Jesus. There's that word again. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. John 14, 6. Amen. Praise God. That's right, sis. See that again. A life, I mean, live a simple life 
brothers and sisters, focus, focus on Jesus, because for such a time as this, the only thing that really matters is Jesus. Amen. John's ministry grew in popularity, as recounted in Matthew 3, 5, and 6. People went out. Amen. Yes, he did, sis. He did. Hey, praise, praise God. He, he, he made it clear who he was. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan, excuse me, confessing their sins. They baptized by him in the Jordan River. We also see that he spoke very boldly to religious leaders of the day, the Pharisees and Sadducees, calling them broad of vipers and warning them not to rely on their Jewish lineage for salvation, but repent and bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Matthew 3, 7 through 10, Matthew 3, 7 through 12. Now, when he saw many of the Pharisees and the Sadducees come to his baptism, he said to them, O generation of vipers, who has forewarned you to flee from the anger to come? Well, you know, that relates to some, some kind of being called the serpent, don't it? Mm. Bring forth, therefore, fruit worthy of amendment of life, life change and redeem. And think not to say with yourself, we have Abraham to our father. For I say to you that God is able even of these stones to rise up children unto Abraham. And now also to the axe put to the root of these trees. Therefore, every tree which brings not forth good fruit is hauled down and cast into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water to the amendment of life. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Which he hath his fan in his hand, and he will make clean his floor and gather his wheat into his barn. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Unquenchable fire. That's not of this world. As John is telling these Pharisees and Sadducees that they are a generation of vipers, that they speak for the serpent, Satan, he gives them the word of how to change. Verse 8, worthy of amendment of life. True repentance is an inward thing which has its seat in mind and heart. Truly repent, you who call yourself Christians, but but live, I mean, repent, you who call yourself Christian, but live like the world. Turn from your evil ways. Turn from your man-made religion and doctrines of demons that just tickle your ears and condemn you to hell. Wake up, you sleepers, who have a form of godliness and deny the power thereof. Truly repent, you who are listening, the Spirit of God revealing what is really in your heart right now. He sees all. 
He knows all. Don't run from him. Don't hide. He loves you and will forgive you and make you a new creation. He will fill you with his Holy Spirit. Don't listen to the lies of men saying that the gifts of the Spirit died out when the apostles died. That is a lie from hell. How can the gift of the eternal God die? He is a God of life and miracles. He is a God of mercy and grace. Cry out to him, you, your only hope. He is a God of truth and love. Trust him only, not man. Trust him only, not man. Amen, Lord. Men will fail you, but not Jesus. He is not capable of failure, for he is perfect. He will keep all his promises and will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. People of that day simply did not address leaders, religious or otherwise, in this matter for fear of punishment. But John's faith made him fearless in the face of opposition. We, too, have been given this faith and this boldness to stand for Jesus. Amen? While his ministry was gaining strength, John's message was gaining popularity. In fact, it became so popular that many people may have thought that he was the Messiah. This surely was not his intent, as he had a clear vision what he was called to do. John 3, 28 says, John 3, 28 tells us, You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Christ, but I am sent ahead of him. So John cautioning his disciples that what they had seen and heard from him is just the beginning of the miracle that was to come in the form of Jesus Christ. John was merely a messenger sent by God to proclaim the truth. His message was simple and direct. Repent for the kingdom of God. I mean, kingdom of heaven is near. Matthew 3, 2. He knew that once Jesus appeared on the scene, John's work would be all but finished. He really gave the spotlight to Jesus saying, he must become greater and I must become less, John 3:30. Perhaps there is no greater example of humility than the one demonstrated by both Jesus and John in Matthew 3, 7, 3, 3 excuse me, Matthew 3, 13 through 17. Jesus came from Galilee to be baptized by John in the River Jordan. Matthew 3, 13 through 17. There's that 3-7. Seen in everywhere. The baptism of the baptism of Jesus. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan River, to be baptized by him. But John tried to prevent him vigorously protesting, saying, It is I 
who need to be baptized by you. And you do, do you come to me? But Jesus replied to him, permit it just now, for this is fitting way for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then John permitted it and baptized him. After Jesus, after Jesus was baptized, he came up immediately out of the water, and behold, the heavens were opened, and he, John, saw saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting on him, Jesus. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased and delighted. Amen. Praise God. Brothers and sisters, just like John at his first coming, when he comes for us, his bride and overcoming church, when we will come into our rest and our ministry will be done in this world. Until that day, until the Lord calls us home, if we fall asleep or when he comes for us who are alive and remain at his coming, we are to occupy. We are to serve. We are to be about our Father's business, just as Jesus did. Amen? This is surely a good point to be prepared and get ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus. Serve him. Seek his will for your life. He gave you his instruction manual for life, the abundant life. He promised to those who hear his word and keep his word. Amen? John rightly recognized that the sinless Son of God needed no baptism of repentance and that he was certainly not worthy to baptize his own Savior. But Jesus answered his concern by requesting baptism to fulfill all righteousness, meaning that he was identifying himself with sinners for whom he would ultimately sacrifice himself, thereby securing all righteousness for them. Ain't that amazing? Praise God for them. 2 Corinthians 5.21, in humility, John obeyed and consented to baptize Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, glory to God, for he hath made him to be sin for us. Do you hear what it says? That God the Father had him made him to be sin for us, our sin, which he knew no sin, that we should be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your life and shed blood. Three powerful points to know what Christ has done for each of you to be ready for his coming, point one, sin for us. A sinner, not in himself, but by the imputation of the guilt of all our sins to him. Brothers and sisters, 
another powerful meaning. Listen to this, what imputation means, to ascribe to or charge a person with an act or quality because of the conduct of another over whom one has control or for whose act or conduct one is responsible. That is what Christ did for us. He took the sin. He took our sin. He who knew no sin to reconcile us to God. What kept Jesus on the cross when the religious leaders and the people mocked him and tempted him, saying, save yourself. You saved others. Come down from the cross. Then we will believe in you to be the Messiah. Love, brothers and sisters. Pure love. Arms wide open to show his love to the lost, dying world with no hope. And to each one of us, too. Amen. Glory to you, Lord Jesus. No other deserves glory only for you, for your almighty Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. You are victorious over the enemies of our souls, the devil, death, grave, and hell. You're exalted, O Lord Jesus, name above all names. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that you are Lord to the glory of the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Forever. I would urge you to do it now. Pledge your allegiance to the Lamb of God. Give your life to him now. For everyone and everything that was made will bow before him and confess with their tongue that Jesus is Lord. Do it now. You don't want to do it. You don't want to be the ones doing it at the judgment seat of Almighty God. And when you do it then, you'll be thrown into the lake of fire forever and ever and ever. Let that sink into your mind real good. How can you compare this temporal life with eternity? I don't have the answer. But I do know one who does, and his name is Jesus. Trust him, for he is all eternal, and he gives eternal life who trusts him. Wow. What can you say? There is not a, I mean, what can you say? There is not a presence. I don't remember doing that. Wow, who can say there is, there is a, there is not, a, that's right, that's right. Wow, who can say there is not a presence of the Spirit of God in a believer's life? It is happening now. When I am typing this message, he wants me to share, and tonight when I am sharing with you, amen? Now we can move to point two, hallelujah. Knew no sin. Who was clean, void of sin? Amen. Jesus, the perfect sacrifice, the living sacrifice, the Lamb of God. 
who poured out his blood and life for each of us. Amen? Third point, righteousness of God in him. Righteous before God, and that with righteousness to us. But essential in Christ, God imputed it to us through faith. Amen, hallelujah. We were made righteous before God. The Father through faith in Jesus who gave us to be right before God. This is how Isaiah the prophet spoke it. Isaiah 61 verse 10. I greatly, I will greatly, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord, and my soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. He has decked me out, I mean decked me like a bridegroom. And as a bride attires herself with her jewels. Yes. Each one of you looking for his coming, you who love the Lord with all your heart, this word is for you in such a time as this. To know the Lord Jesus is preparing you and making you ready for his coming. Revelation 19, 7 through 8. Let us rejoice and shout for joy. Give him glory and honor, for the marriage of the Lamb has come at last. And his bride, the redeemed, has prepared herself. She has been permitted to dress in fine linen, dazzling white and clean, for the light, for the fine linen signifies the righteous acts of the saints, ethical conduct, personal integrity, moral courage, and godly character of believers. Thank you for that word, sis. Praise God. John's ministry, back to John. Powerful what we're learning from John the Baptist. John's ministry, as well his life, came to a brut end at the hand of King Herod. In an act of unspeakable and violent vengeance, Herodias, Herod's wife and former wife of Herod's brother Philip plotted with her daughter to have John killed. So incensed was Herodias, Herodias at John for claiming her marriage to Herod to be unlawful that she prompted her daughter to ask for the head of John on a platter as a reward for her pleasing Herod with her dancing. John had previously been arrested by Herod in an attempt to silence him. And it was a simple thing to send the executioner to the prison and behead John, which is exactly what happened. Mark 6, 17-28. This was sad. An ignoble end to the life of a man about whom Jesus said, I tell you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. Luke 7:28. There are several lessons we can learn from the life of John the Baptist. First, wholeheartedly believing in Jesus Christ is possible. John the Baptist could have believed in and worshipped in many numbers of gods available to him before Jesus arrived on the scene. 
But at some point in his life, John knew that the Messiah was coming. He believed this, and with his whole heart, spent his days preparing the way for the Lord's coming, Matthew 11, verse 10. But the road was not easy one to prepare. Daily he faced doubters of various influence and popularity. He did not share his enthusiasm for the coming of Messiah. Under hard questioning from the Pharisees, John shared his belief. I baptized with water, John replied, but among, but among you stands one who do not, you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the straps of whose sandals I'm not worthy of untie. John 1, 26-27. John believed in the Christ and his great faith prepared him for hardship, but it kept him steadfast on his course until the time when he could say, as he saw Jesus approach, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, John 1, 29. As believers, we can all have this steadfast faith. Amen? My brothers and sisters, again, our Lord, by his Spirit, wants me to share a song from my walk with him to you. So you see how he has changed me how he saved me and is with me. He wants you to know he is with you too. The song tells us about him being the Lamb of God. Listen to the words and worship him, the true Lamb of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Lamb of God. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name, Lord. We get a drink. Praise you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Only son, no sin too high, but you have sinned him from your side to walk upon this guilty side and to become the Lamb of God. Amen. Gift of love, they crucify. They laugh and scorn him as he dies. The humble king, they named the frog and sacrificed the lamb of God. The Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God, I love the Holy Lamb of God. Oh, wash me in your precious blood, my Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Was so long I should have died, but you have brought me to your side. Lead by your stand, your rod, and to be called a lamb of God. Amen. Oh, Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God, I love the Holy Lamb of God. Oh, wash me in your precious blood, my Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. My Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Amen. Amen. Behold, the Lamb of God. Behold, the Son of God. Matthew 3, 11 through 12. Indeed, I baptize with water to the amendment of life. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He will baptize you with Holy Ghost and with fire, which hath his fan in his hand, and will make clean his floor, gather his wheat into his barn, but will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. There's no unquenchable fire in this world, only in the place of torment and judgment in hell, in a lake of fire. Our God is an ever-consuming fire. He gives us the Holy Spirit, the same power and spirit that rose Jesus from the grave. Resurrection, power, live in your hearts, brothers and sisters, amen. The second truth, anyone can be a strong and serious witness for Jesus. John's life is an example to us of the seriousness with which we are to approach the Christian life and our call to ministry, whatever that may be. We pattern our lives after John by first examining ourselves to be sure we are truly in the faith. Second Corinthians thirteen five says, excuse me, five says, prove yourself, whether you're in the faith. Examine yourself. No, I mean examine yourself. Know your own self. How that Jesus Christ is in you, 
step, ye be retrobate. So I was wondering about what this word being so serious about not being in Christ. Listen to this. Definition of retrobate, you don't want any part of this. Listen to this. A depraved, unprincipled, or wicked person to disapprove, condemn, and censor the final one of God to reject a person as for sin, exclude from the number of the elect or from salvation. God have mercy. With that said, and you know now what a reprobate is, you do not want any part of that, and not one of you have to be. Those who are in Christ by faith and born again. Amen? Be sure. Be very sure. You're in the faith of Jesus Christ, follower of the way, of that way. This is not a time to be guessing or playing church. These are very serious. Sure, you know Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord of your life. Amen? This is the most important thing to be ready for his coming. You have to be born again. Amen? The second thing is to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to be baptized from on high, to be filled with oil of gladness from God the Father, to stand in this day and be ready for his coming. It is a free gift. You just have to ask for it and believe in faith and that God will give it to you and act on it in your life. Amen? Like John We are to know and believe to live as Christ and die as gain. 1 John 4, 4. For greater is he that lives in me than he that that is in the world who is the devil or Satan. Amen. Thanks for that word, sis. That is true. That brings peace. That brings hope. Philippians 1.21 says, So we can be fearless in the face of persecution and death. John lived his life to introduce others to Jesus Christ. Well, that that was Philippians, to live as Christ and die. It's getting Philippians 121. John lived his life to introduce others to Jesus Christ. And he knew the importance of repenting in order to live a holy and righteous life. As a follower of Jesus Christ, he also was unafraid of calling out people such as Herod and the Pharisees for their sinful behavior. Be not afraid what man can do to you. Trust in the Lord with your life. Amen? John shows us how to stand firm in our faith, no matter what the circumstances. Paul reminded Timothy that everyone who wants to live godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Second, Timothy chapter 3, verse 12. But as for many of us who live in freedom, persecution takes on a very mild form. 
as he lived in an occupied country, John had to be aware that anything contrary to their utter devotion to the king or emperor was asking for trouble. <coughs> yet, yet, his message was unchanging, bold and strong. It was John's belief, his message, and the continual rebuke of King Herod that landed him in prison. Well, it is hard to know for sure what John was feeling as he said in prison, we can be sure that he might have had some doubt about the Lord who tested his faith. <clears throat> in fact, John gets a message out to Jesus asking, are you the one who was to come? Or should we expect someone else? Matthew 11, verse 3. As Christians, we all have our faith put to the test. We will either falter in our faith or, like John, cling to to Christ and stand firm in our faith to the end. Amen? This is the key, brothers and sisters. What we learn from the great man of God and to us, the days we live, the last days, is to be prepared and ready for the Lord's coming is to falter, is uh, not, excuse me, not to falter in our faith, but cling to Christ and stand firm in our faith to the end. Amen? Hebrews 12, 1 through 2 says, Wherefore, let us also, seeing that we have come, uh, come past with such great cloud of witnesses, Cast away everything that presses down and the sin that hangs so fast on. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking on to Jesus. Looking on to Jesus. What does he do? He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Not ourselves. It's Christ who is. Who for the joy that was set before him, the joy set before him, the joy to see you saved, to see you delivered and healed, to see you receive eternal life and freedom. What did he do? And take care of your sin and take care of the consequences of sin in eternity? Endured the cross and despised the shame and is set at the right hand of the throne of God. Hold fast. Stay awake, watching and praying. Listen to the to listen to our Lord's voice through his word, amen. Now, let's look in the word so we will know how to prepare and get ready for the coming of the Lord, amen. Matthew twenty four <coughs> one through four. Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him to show him the building of the temple. Jesus said unto him, I mean, Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be here left a stone upon a stone that shall not be cast down. As he sat upon the Mount of Olives, his disciples came unto him apart 
saying, Tell us when these things shall be, and what the sign will be of thy coming and the end of the world. So they asked him three questions. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed. Glasses. Take heed that no man deceive you. Hmm. Must have been pretty important words when these are the first thing he said when they asked these questions. Thing the Lord wants you to know is take heed that no man deceives you. There is a word, there's that word again, like the Lord Jesus taught us all about it. Amen? Emphatically, let no one deceive you. Not even your own self, either. The main thing for being prepared and ready for his coming, amen? How do we do this? How do we do that, brothers and sisters? Listen to his voice. Listen to his voice. Be guided by his spirit. Be in his word, amen? The second thing that Jesus told us in this scripture is this. Matthew 24, verse 42. Watch ye therefore, watch therefore, for ye know not what hour the master will come. Point one to this scripture, very interesting. Watch therefore, listen to this. An example of the horrible carelessness of men in those things where they ought to be most careful. Very clear. Do not be caught not watching. Be alert to the temptations and attacks of the enemy. Walk in the spirit and not fulfill the flesh. Amen? Third thing Jesus told us, Matthew 24, verse 44. Therefore, be you also ready, for in the hour that you think not will the Son of Man come. Be ready at all times, brothers and sisters. Not just when people think Jesus is coming, but at all times, amen? Now, we will move to the Apostle Paul and what he tells us as the Lord told him, amen? First Thessalonians chapter 5, 5 through 11. Ye are children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night, neither of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep like others do, I mean, as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us, which are of the day, be sober. Put it on the breastplate of faith and love and hope of salvation for for a helmet. And hel- I mean a helmet. I don't know why I put in. Hope of salvation for for the helmet. For God hath not appointed us unto wrath, but to attain salvation by the means of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the truth of God's word. So that's going to happen. Who died for us, that whether we are asleep, I mean, that we're awake or asleep, 
we should live together with him. Wherefore, exhort one another, edify one another, even as you do. Several things. Several things Paul tells us to be prepared and ready. Amen? Numbers, verse 6. Let us not sleep as do others. Be awake, brothers and sisters. Amen? Let us watch and be sober. Be not drunk on wine or beer or whiskey, but ye be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? From verse 11. Exhort one another. Edify one another, encourage one another, pray for one another. None of us are in this on our own. We are the body of Christ. We need one another. Pray for one another and love one another. Amen. Of more things to be prepared and ready. He moves on in 1 Thessalonians 5, 15 through 22. See that no one... Recompense evil for evil unto any man, but ever, but ever follow that which is good, both toward yourselves and toward all men. Rejoice evermore. Pray continually. In all these things, give thanks, for this is the will of God. Giving thanks is the will of God in Christ Jesus toward you. In all these things give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus toward you. Verse 19, quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Try, test all things, and keep that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Three points from this to get you prepared and ready for the coming of the Lord. Verse, first point, verse 19. Quench not the spirit. The sparks of the spirit of God that are kindled in us are nourished by daily hearing the word of God, but true doctrine must be diligently distinguished from false. So important, brothers and sisters, to be in God's word daily so you will not quench the spirit. Amen. Point two, verse 22. Abstain from all evil. The general, a general conclusion that we, that we wait, that we who are waiting, that we who are waiting for the coming of Christ do give ourselves to the pureness both in mind, will, and body through the grace and strength of the Spirit of God. Point three from verse 22. The appearance of evil, whatsoever hath but the very, the very show of evil, abstain from it. Something that looks evil, smells evil, and sounds evil, abstain from it, amen? Now, from my heart, I pray this for you and over you in Jesus' name. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Now, the very God of peace sanctify you throughout. And I pray that God, I pray God that your whole spirit, soul, and body may be kept blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Amen, hallelujah, for you and me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now let's move to the Apostle Peter. What he has to say as the Spirit led him. See what Sis is sharing here. Colossians 3, 16 through 17. Let the spoken word of Christ have its home within you, dwelling in your heart and mind, permeating every aspect of your being as you teach spiritual things and admonish and train one another with all wisdom, singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence and dependence on him, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. Amen. Let us take heed. Thank you, sis. Very powerful word. First Peter, first Peter chapter one, verse three through seven. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy have begotten us again unto lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance immortal and undefiled, and that whether is not reserveth in heaven for us, which are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, which is prepared to be showed in the last time. Here we are. Wherein ye rejoice, ye rejoice, though now for a season, if need require, you are in heaviness through manifold temptation. Oh, be still, thing. Here you go. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious, and hear this, the trial of your faith being more precious than gold that perishes. Did you ever thought that your the trials you go through are precious? Wow. God does because he knows what happens through them. Though it be tried with fire, might be found unto your praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Rejoice. Rejoice, brothers and sisters. This is just a season of trial to try us and purify us into that vessel of honor for the Lord Jesus. So rejoice when you face trial in these last days and to help you you to uh, help you be prepared and ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus. Amen. First Peter 1, 13 through 16. Wherefore, gird up the loin up the loins of your mind. Of your mind, be sober, trust perfectly on that grace that is brought unto you in the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashion yourself unto the former lust of your ignorance. Mm. But as which ye have called you is holy. So be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Have your mind set on the things of Christ in heaven, 
Be you holy, set apart, prepared, and ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Now we move on to what the Apostle John tells us to be prepared and ready for the coming of the Lord. 1 John 3, 2-3. Dearly beloved, now are, are we the sons of God, but yet it is not made manifest what we shall be? And we know that we shall be made manifest. We shall be, we shall be like him, for we will see him as he is. And every man that have hope, this hope, have this hope in him, purges himself even as he is pure. Purge yourself. Purge your life. Get the things out of your life that hinder you or tempt you or even make you sin. It is time to do house cleaning of your heart and mind. Purge yourself, brothers and sisters. The Holy Spirit will show you. Hear him, respond, repent, and get it out of your life. Amen. 1 John 4, 1 through 4. 1 John 4, 1 through 4. Dearly beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. For many false prophets are gone out into the world. That's the truth. Hear ye, I mean, hear, uh, hear be, I mean, hereby shall ye know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Because that's the way to salvation and life and freedom from Satan and breaks his power and all that. So. They're not going to say that. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus can't, that Jesus come in the flesh is not of God. But this is the spirit of Antichrist, of whom you have heard, how that he should come, and now already he is in this world. Little children, ye are of God, and have overcome them, for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. This goes back. I need to give me a new mouse. This this goes back. This goes back to what the Lord Jesus said. Let no man deceive. No man deceive you, and let no spirit that is controlling that man deceive you either. Test the spirits, brothers and sisters, to stay prepared and ready. Amen? 1 John 4, verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love comes from God, comes of God. And everyone that loves is born of God and knoweth God. Do all in word or deed, do it in love. Amen? John 5. One through five. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loves him, which uh, beget, loveth him also which has begotten of him. In this we know that the love of the children of God, when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For all that is born of God overcometh this world, and that is the victory that have overcome this world, even our faith. 
overcomes this world, but which he believed that Jesus is the Son of God. One point, verse 2. There is no love where there is no true doctrine. Remember the word of God, love casts out fear. The opposite of love is hate and fear. The opposite of the truth is lies and deception. So again, we see a clear contrast between love, fear, between truth and lies. Amen? So very clear to be ready, to be prepared and ready for the Lord Jesus' coming. You have to love and keep God's commandments. Amen? This scripture sums it all up. 2 Timothy 1, I mean, chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, I mean, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen? This is what the footnote says about fear. Listen to this. To pierce us through and terrify us as men whom the Lord will destroy, the men of the world and Satan hating the truth, wanting to put fear in us and hurt us and mock us. But thanks be to God, he has given us power and of love and a sound mind. Amen? So we have seen and heard what the Lord wants you to know to be prepared and ready for his coming. We learn from John the Baptist how he lived at Christ's first coming. We've learned from the Lord himself and from the Apostle Paul, Peter, and John as the Spirit of God showed them. The last thing I will tell you and has been on my heart a lot lately is this. But Revelation 12, verse 11. But they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto death. Again, there is that word, that lamb, that word of their testimony emphasizes these two things very much. Amen forever. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Awake, awake, sleeping giant. 
open up your eyes. It's time, dry bones come alive. Revive, revive, breath, earth of life, let it shine. Power, power. Revive, revive, hear his voice, see me wise. I know, power, power. Amen. When to hear the trumpet sound and the four winds blow, we will be the ones found looking up, ready to go. And in the twinkle of an eye, will we raise high. Three hearts beating the time with hand on eye. Awake, awake, sleeping giant. Open up your eyes. It's time to rise and shine. Amen. Awake, awake, sleeping giant. Open up, open your eyes. It's time, dry bones, come alive. Holy, holy is the Lord, come to come. Holy, holy, holy is the one who was and is to come. Oh, oh, holy, holy. When you hear the trumpet sound in the far wind blow, we will be the ones found looking up, ready to go. Twinkling of an eye, we will raise high. Every heart beaming in time for stand all night. Hallelujah. Is anybody thirsty? 
Is anybody hungry? Is anybody dying? Is anyone ready? Who is ready? As I am looking for who is ready? As I am coming soon. Amen. There is so unfair that the tragedy fills the air. Yes, it does. Amen. Amen. Does anybody hear me? Does anybody see? You're not willing to follow me. Is anybody thirsty? Is anyone hungry? Is anybody tired? Is anyone ready? Who is ready? I am As I am coming I'm building my army now. You get ready. I am searching around. For those in position, ready. Ready for the greatest victory. Amen. Who is ready? I am looking for who is ready? As I am coming soon, who is ready? Hear the Lord. Thank 
for the sun to rise, for my sleep at night. I depend on you, oh, I depend on you. You're the way, the truth, and life. You're the well that never runs dry. I am the branch and you are the vine. Draw me close and teach me to abide. Amen. Where the Spirit leads. As I'm falling, I depend on you. Oh, I depend on you for the victory still in front of me. I depend on you. I depend on you, you're the way, the truth, and life, you're the well and never run dry, I'm the branch and you are the vine, draw me close and teach me to abide, my strength, my song in the night. Be all my treasure, treasure and pride. I am yours, wherever you're mine. Draw me close and teach me to abide. Amen. Hallelujah now. Get a hold of this one. Only way. Pass through death. As I interest, I depend on you. Oh, I depend on you for eternal life to be raised with Christ. I depend on you. Oh, I. You're the way, the truth, and life. You're the well that never runs dry. I'm the branch and you are the vine. Draw me close and teach me to abide. Be my strength, my song in the night. Be all my treasure and my pride. I am yours, forever you're mine. Draw me close and teach me to abide. Oh, 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 oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. 
and pray this for you. I pray for your healing. Circumstances will change. I pray that fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I speak the name of all authority, declaring blessings, every promise, he is faithful to keep. I speak the name no grave could ever hold. He is greater, he is stronger, he's a God of possible. I pray for your healing. The circumstances would change. I pray that the fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray a miracles over your life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come believe it, come receive it, for the power of his spirit now forever yours. Come believe it, come receive it, in the mighty name of Jesus all things are possible. Amen. Hallelujah. I pray for your healing, and circumstances will change. I pray that the fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray a miracles over your life in Jesus' name. I pray for revival. The restoration of faith. I pray that the dead will come alive in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. How we come by the come to the Father. How we stand against anything of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. By his name, by his shed blood, and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Pray for for uh, Sis Michelle, our pastor's wife. Open door for job and serve you, Lord. <clears throat> that uh, she had some good news. Her neighbor is a retired judge, and the retired judge is a praying woman, (laughs) and she's been out looking for uh, Sis Michelle for Michelle for jobs, and gave her opportunities that she could get something amazing what God can do. 
We continue to pray for that. Pray for her. Pray for wisdom and direction of Pastor Vic and provision in Jesus' name. That we pray for uh, Amy. I have to check with Brenda and her anything for her healing. Uh, we've been praying for Sister Net for lower cholesterol and protein gold in Jesus' name. How's that doing, Sister? <coughs> Any update on that? Man, been a battle with the throat tonight. Any any um, any update on your uh, prayer request of cholesterol and protein? That <clears throat> we're praying that the Lord gets all that in the right place and shape or whatever it's supposed to be. I know you're praying for healing. We'll pray for that for pulled muscle too. Okay. All right, sis. We'll pray for that. Okay, well, we'll continue to pray for you for that, what you've asked, too. We're praying for Brother David from our church to help him be delivered from what he's going through. We're praying for Brother Corey for the right attitude and God's character. We're praying for uh, Brother uh, Vic and Anthony for control. Help them overcome uh, uh, overcome uh, what they're going through. And uh, we're praying for uh, David, uh, Sis Jeanette's husband. And we're praying for healing and all he was going through. I've got chills and fever and now pulled muscle. <laughs> I know the Lord, he can heal everybody that is hurting or sick or something going on. Uh, we're praying for an unspoken prayer request. I've already gave this. Jeanette, some wisdom and direction, but we'll pray against the devil. We'll pray against the enemy in Jesus' name. Any other prayer requests before we go to the Lord in prayer? Any other prayer requests? Hallelujah. As the Lord gave us the message, prepare for his coming. Praise God. He's going to take care of all this, and then we won't deal with it no more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, and what day in November, sis? We could be out of here before then. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, I mean, when you get in that message, you'll find that if you've seen it or whatever the message is saying that the Lord has revealed to him when this thing is supposed to, you know, the the, the, the war uh, is supposed to go, what's supposed to start happening. So we're not very far from that. Amen. We'll pray. We'll continue to pray that the Lord will uh, cleanse your blood or whatever it has to be. The blood test will come out that everything is okay. That's we believe how God wants it. Any other prayer requests before we go to the Lord in prayer? Thank you, Jesus. I can keep my throat, keep the throat where I'm able to talk. Been some battles, that's for sure lately, brothers and sisters. Been some battles. But we can overcome in the name of Jesus. And we have, we are overcomers. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We come together in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, excuse me. Lord of mercy. No, no yawn. Mm. All right. 
Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you. We come humbly for you in the name of Jesus for this night. Lord, we thank you for intervening in our life. Thank you that you are preparing us for your coming. And what you have shown us from your word about John the Baptist, the forerunner for your first coming. Well, now we are your witnesses. Now we are your ambassadors. I pray we be who you've called us to be and to tell people, need to get right with God because Jesus is coming. And you've got to be right with him to be able to go when he comes. We pray we get that word out, Lord, and share in the days we're living, Jesus is coming. And you want to be right with him, with God, through him, by his life and blood, to be able to fly away when he comes. So we thank you for this time and all that you're revealing, exciting times that they are. Lord, that we will be a light and a witness and stand for truth in these days that we live. Father, we thank you for uh, our pastor's wife, Michelle. We pray that you would open the door for her job and serve you, Lord. That is her heart. And we pray you make a way for this to come about. We pray for wisdom and direction for our pastor, Vic, and provision in Jesus' name. Lord, we just honor and praise you. We pray for Amy, uh, Sis Don's daughter. We pray for healing and give her comfort and peace about what she thinks is happening, but you are greater that you can heal her. Lord, we're praying for Sis Jeanette. We pray that you would lower her cholesterol and take the protein go in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for David. We pray for healing, as Sis said something about chills and fever, and now he pulled muscle. Lord, I pray you touch him from head to toe and take care of all of this, in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, about this unspoken prayer request, we pray against the enemy in Jesus' name, and we tell it to go in the name of Jesus, and by the power of the shed blood of Jesus, you have no place in Sistanet's house or her family or children, anybody. They are covered by the blood of Jesus. And we tell you to go in Jesus' name, you evil, foul spirit. You have no place to be scaring people or bringing nightmares in the name of Jesus. We pray for peaceful sleep and the blood of Jesus, applied the blood of Jesus over all their dreams, visions, their sleep, Lord. Let them sleep and rest well as you have called it, that you want that to happen in our life. We pray in the name of Jesus for that, Lord, and that you intervene in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. Lord God, we just praise and honor you tonight. We pray for Brother David and help him be delivered from what he is facing in Jesus' name. We pray for Brother Corey for a right attitude and godly character and direction from you, Lord, and your Holy Spirit. Father, we pray for Pastor Vic and Anthony and even me, Lord, and Sister Brenda and all of us to deal with, able to control our food, Lord, and not overeat. But just take in what we need and enjoy what you give us. Father, we thank you for everything, that we're all dealing with different things, but you are there for us, and you've overcome all things. 
and that we thank you and praise you for this night. We thank you that we can come together and hear your voice and hear the word of God. Who are you, Lord? You are the living word of God. I pray that we apply it to our life and be encouraged to what you're saying and excited about the time we're living. Lord, we're very grateful. We thank you for this night. I thank you for Brother Andrew and for Sister Jeanette, and we thank you for their families, and we thank you for watching over them and protecting them and their families and children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren even here for my family. I mean, it's amazing. And I have very grateful for our little one. She's such precious that we saw her this week, and she is a precious little girl, Celia, Celia, Lord. We're very grateful for her. Lord, we pray and thank you for uh, Skylar and Abraham and, and Alex and now Celia. I pray you bless the family and watch over them. Father, we thank you for everything. You're so amazing. What kind of love you give, what kind of blessings and favor you give, how amazing you are. We're very grateful, Lord, for our family here at the Lord's Hour. Bless and watch over each one of them. Thank you for the family that you have given us here at Dublin, Texas, and raised up people who love the Lord and want to serve him. Father, I pray that we serve you well. We humble ourselves and we trust you. Thank you for the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us, and we give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you for your prayers, your thoughts, brothers and sisters, prayers. <laughs> Not just thoughts, but prayers in your heart. Very praise God. We're humble before you. Yes, I got to see my uh, newest great-granddaughter. She's very beautiful for a child. Of course, we all say that, but she is very beautiful, a cute young lady, very small. You know, to hold them in your hands is absolutely amazing. I'm very grateful all that God has blessed us. It's like he has y'all and your families and your children. And we just give him glory and praise. And uh, we'll let Sis Jeanette come here and sing this last song and tell y'all that, you know, next week, me and Sis Brenda, Lord willing, will be going to Michigan, so we will not be here. Brother Elvie will probably be putting up archives on Friday night. And I uh, want to let y'all know that, but it's going to be celebrating our anniversary our 11th anniversary, our 11th uh, anniversary, we will be flying to Michigan. And we'll be going to see a football game there, and then we're going to go and look at the colors and another area that's a beautiful place when we're in the state. And uh, it'll, be in, it'll be great. We've already heard that the temperatures are coming down. You, can you believe, brothers and sisters, here on September 8th, we were at like 108, 108. Right now, it's 99 degrees at nine, at almost 10 o'clock. This, you know, I think this thing's off. I think it just needs to be recycled. I don't think it's quite that hot. What is it? Um, oh, okay. It's, uh, well, I don't know why it's that hot in the house. It's 91. It's 91, in the, uh, 91 at 10 o'clock here in Texas. I don't remember being this hot in September. But we are going to a place where it's getting ready to get cooler. It's going to be in the 60s and, and 70s in the day, in the 40s and 50s at night in Michigan. Oh, that's going to be a blessing. That's going to feel good. 
Anyway, we thank God for each one of you, and we, you know, ask you for your prayers when we're traveling and all that, and it all comes together, and we get the favor and blessing. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, it is like, uh, it's unbelievable how much control, how much stuff, the hoops you've got to jump through to go or fly or whatever anymore. It's just, <laughs> it almost, you know, just worry of, but, you know, it's going to be good. It's, uh, I, I believe we've got it all together and right now, and I would tell you one thing. If you think you're planning on renting a car, you better at least get you a, a – I know if you don't want to do credit, I can understand, but you better have a credit card. <laughs> it makes it hard. There is place, There are ways to do it with a debit card. We found that out. But you're going to have, like, have to have three deals of a inter, uh, ID or proving who you are and all the same name. Oh, Lord. But we made – I mean, God made a way. All right. Well, we're going to let this uh, – Jeanette, come here and share this last song. Thank you. Uh, thank you for all the kind words and what you're saying. Bless each one of you. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we miss this Connie tonight. I hope she's okay and the others that usually come here. But anyway, we'll let Sis Jeanette come and sing this next beautiful song. One thing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Bless you too, Brother Andrew. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. You go okay, right ahead. Brother. Okay, Bless brother. You. Bless you too.
desire of your Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of your Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty, the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in the temple, the temple of the Lord, to behold the beauty, the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in the temple, the temple of the Lord, to behold the beauty, the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in the temple. The temple of the Lord. Beauty, the beauty. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're beautiful. God is so Amen. beautiful. Amen, sis. I mean, that's that's where we're going to be dwelling. I mean, that's our future. <laughs> I mean, he already, you know, he already, he already dwells inside of us. We're the, you know, right, man, we're the temple of God. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes, right. we are his temple. Thank God. Yeah, praise God. Well, thank you, sis. Praise, praise God. And, uh, thank you for your service. And uh, I'll miss you all next week, but uh, we'll hopefully be, you know, enjoying uh, where God is uh, making a way for available for us to do this and, uh, yes. Maybe um, just, you know get to see him before before everything goes crazy or him coming in. You know Amen. that's uh, I, I just found I just looking because I didn't change the calendar, but I just changed it. You know that's Rosh Hashanah. That's oh, piece of trumpet. That is September. Yeah, that's a piece of trumpet weekend. We could be up in yes. an airplane in Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Oh, how blessed, uh, blessed the weekend, uh, brother. Are you going this weekend or next uh, weekend? We're going, next, uh, weekend uh, no. next Friday. We're, we're oh, flying okay. out Friday morning. Yeah, it's not going to be a whole week. Uh, it, we're, we're going about, we're going from Friday to Tuesday. And uh, oh, still very, and very the, uh, enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you, thank you. We're very grateful for what you know God has done in our lives and where He brought us from and where we're at now. We're very grateful. Thank you, and uh, we thank you for your prayers. We thank you for your love, and thank you for serving the Lord. We thank for Brother Andrew too. He's here, and uh, hope the best for Connie and Sister Nicole and others that come here. We miss them, but Sister um, Erica was here last week too. So anyway, we think about them and we're praying for them. And you know, I, I was sharing that video. I was going through my Facebook and I was sharing those videos with <laughs> everybody else. That uh, you know, like Brother Alvy shared it with us. So I want to share. It's good. I think uh, looks like he's got some information. Definitely that God's revealing to him. That's powerful. It, wow, really. Is. All right, sis. Okay. Okay, brother. Okay, thank you. Dave screaming. Thank you, brother. Have a, have a nice weekend. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, you too. All right. Bye bye. See you all in a couple of weeks. Bye bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, brother. Yeah, bye bye. All right. Praise God. Bless you, sis. 
All right, Brother Andrew. Well, he's gone too. So glory to God, everybody. And we say from the Lord's hour, shalom and good night. And uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Glory to God. See you in a couple of weeks. Glory to God. All right. All right, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Well, that's Brother Tim Farnham. Yeah, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, make sure I don't know about that. Go right there. No, I don't see that. Okay, let's see. Hey, baby. He's still rolling, huh? What you been doing? Cool. It was 90, Jesus in the clouds running for so the picture of of uh, what do you do if you cry if your kid's crying if your if your child's hurting what do you do you run you run to them you run to them when they were little. You run them as toddlers and they're kids. When they're out there and they call you, when they're older, you run to them. Yeah. But God's hearing our, our cries. 
He knows what we're facing. So he's telling us. Hey, girl. What are you doing, Em? What are you doing, Em? It's okay, Dad. I don't need him.